Welcome to the TBD Podcast. This is your host, Allison Lassard. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys? Welcome back. So for this episode of the podcast, I wanted to just touch on the concept of surrendering when you really want something, but you're afraid to let go. And so you're experiencing a lot of suffering as well, because when we're grasping to something and it's not happening, it hurts, right? So the way that I wanted to talk about this today was like from a, a Buddhist lens. So we're going to use the the system from Tibetan Buddhism that I've been studying. And again, the reason that I love this is not because like, oh, I'm so religious or I want to like convert people. I'm very spiritual. But the reason why I'm loving these practices is because it's practical, you guys. It's almost like you have a problem. Here's an antidote. Maybe the antidote is a teaching. It is a meditation practice, a specific one for, because the meditations that I'm learning, because I'm going to be teaching this type of meditation now, like next month, starting next month. Um, and just as a quick plug before I get into the um, episode, Artistic Alchemy is a 12-week immersion, speaking of the meditation practice, because we'll be doing a meditation practice every day, just a very short, simple one that will change each month. It's a three-month it's 12 weeks immersion. We're gonna be using The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, which is like a cult classic for creative. So if you're familiar with this book, then this will really resonate. And if not, you might really be interested in this still. So we're gonna use The Artist's Way as the framework for the 12 weeks. Each week there's a chapter. We're gonna you know, go through the book. I've already done the book, but I'm saying you'll go through the book. You will finish this book. The, the main purpose of this immersion is to also finish it because 99% of people pick up this book, they don't finish it on their own. And the tagline of the book is that, you know, it's, it's a book about creative recovery, but it's not just that. It's a, creativity is a higher spiritual path. And so surrender is actually a big part of this because to really open yourself up to higher guidance, we'll call it higher guidance, your higher self, the universe, whatever, God, source, then you need to be receptive. And part of that requires releasing your expectations of how it's going to look and when and if and the, the way you want your guidance to come in or what you want to hear and letting that go and actually being receptive enough to receive the things that are going to serve you, even when it's hard, even when it's not what you want to hear, even when it's not the thing that you were hoping to do. <laughs> and it might feel more challenging or like, do you know what I'm saying? let's be real like usually the thing that is best for us is not always going to be pleasing to our ego and so another reason why i chose the artist's way and and this immersion as my next program is number one because it helped me tremendously like doing this book was what helped me number one birth this new chapter of my business i have a new website i'm i found a meditation like i got a teacher dropped into my reality and an amazing lineage of teachers and mentors because I prayed in my meditations last year and this year for teachers. I asked, they came. I was ready. You know, so when you're ready for teachings, they're going to arrive for you guys, especially if you're devoted, if your intentions are pure, if you're, if you mean it, like, and you mean well, the things you need are all going to, to drop in. And I just felt like, holy shit, it's like, it's not a miracle, but what a blessing to have mentors like this with so much experience fall into my path just like that it aligns so beautifully so surrendering again that was an act of surrender because i actually didn't know if it would happen or when i just knew that the old chapter of my my life and my business was over like i could feel that death happen last year really 
and I didn't know what was coming next. And that was scary. And I was in a void for a while, like really not knowing what the hell to do. I was like, I don't know, I'm trying to repeat old stuff that's not working. And so this, this topic of surrender came in really, really major for me then around my business. But before that, it was relationship stuff that, that was going on a long time ago that I had to really, that was kind of my first taste of this type of surrendering. But back then, I didn't have these tools. And so I suffered a lot more, a lot more. Like I would say that the way that it happened this year was just so much smoother, even though it was uncomfortable, even though it was difficult, I'm not the same person that I used to be. And I have, like I said, practices and tools that have allowed me to navigate the, the, the act of surrender with more grace, with more compassion, with more kindness, to myself and to other people with more way more patience i mean i was the most impatient person you guys when i tell you i had a fiery temper a hot mouth uh my patience was like a little paper thin you know like a little hair like my wispy hair one little thread it was like that was my patience at one point in my life i just that was my that was my work and you know when you know better you do better so when it comes to surrendering from like a Buddhist lens, I'll use the quote, pain in life, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. Let that land, because what that means is where we have so much power over if we suffer or not. It doesn't mean that things don't hurt sometimes, but prolonged pain, chronic pain in your mind, is, you, is a choice. So we can actually change the way that our mind is habituated and move it to see more joy and more love. And this is not spiritual bypassing. This is like rewiring your brain actually. And that's why I love and am attracted to Buddhism and this lineage and this system because it is scientifically proven by neuroscientists to change the neuroplasticity in your brain, to actually change the way that the neurons are firing altering the chemistry basically of your brain and how it's working this shit works you guys by science it's not just me pulling it out of my ass like this is thousands of years of ancient teachings that are applicable right now and if you find a teacher like i did many that can help you apply this stuff that's why i'm studying it so i can give it to you guys and give it away over and over again because number one it works number two it's practical and number three we don't want to suffer anymore, right? The whole point of what I'm studying, the lineage specifically that I'm studying is to relieve all beings of suffering. The point is like, because some monks will study to become enlightened for themselves. But the lineage I'm learning is to become enlightened for the sake of all beings so that nobody suffers anymore. That's the hope. Who knows if this, what's going to happen? I don't know. Will I become enlightened in this lifetime? Maybe. But in the meantime, I want to suffer less. And so I'm using these practices and these meditations and these teachings and applying them because it's actually helping me suffer less and less and less. And that's how I know that there's growth because like I said, a long time ago, when many, many moons ago, when I experienced some major loss in my life around my job and in relationship, I was a hot mess, depressed, couldn't crawl myself out. I couldn't get out of bed, you guys. I was like diagnosed with clinical depression at a certain point and I was like this just doesn't feel like me like I, I was like I don't think I'm meant to feel this way yes I, I was grieving but it was a dark period and, and I was having really dark thoughts 
and I scared myself a little bit and I, and I remember having a little bit of a like I experienced a little bit of an intervention from some people that were worried about me and yeah I'm very grateful that people cared enough to, to talk to me about things and I got myself out of it you know what I mean I this is when I started to meditate but when I tell you that I was like at the lowest point and that's how I started to meditate. I think a lot of times we, we don't find this stuff until we're desperate. I mean, I wish that people would find it before they had to suffer so much, but I don't, I don't know. I guess the human nature is like, you have to experience usually a lot of pain and through the pain you, you wake up. And that's why, again, like we wouldn't be in a realm of suffering if we didn't have waking up to do, um, because if we were already w woken up and enlightened, we wouldn't experience any suffering at all. We'd be in some bliss state in another dimension, right? So if we're here, it's because we have work to do, but let's do the work and, and, and enjoy our path too. And artistic alchemy, I really digress there, but like, the, like, oh my God, I think I digress for five minutes, but you know what? Let me not abandon ship. Coming back to the immersion, this is why I'm hosting it basically, is because I know what it feels like to have to surrender. And, and this book is an amazing, creative, playful way to excavate some things, to have a creative recovery process, to reawaken your inner artist. And if you're feeling like, number one, you may not resonate with the term artist. I do because I went to art school. Like I literally was a painter and I studied this stuff, but like you don't have to be a quote unquote artist or relate to that label to benefit from this book and from this immersion. I think that's who it will appeal to more, but not necessarily. It's for anybody. Like the author has been around for, this book was written in the 90s. So like, this shit has been around for a really long time and she's worked with businessmen, like people, CEOs, people that are not necessarily quote unquote, would label themselves as creatives or as artists, but have tremendously benefited from even just the practice of the morning pages, which are three pages that you free write, brain dump every day. And that even just that practice alone was life changing for me because this is where I started to work out like, all right, this is what I'm fixated on. You know, you see what your brain is dumping out every day and I notice the pattern of certain things that I would like be fixed on and sort of irritated about or whatever. And like I said, through the, through just even the morning pages, let alone the exercises and the other stuff that we do, it just gave me a lot of clarity. And a lot of times it's like nonsense and you're gonna be like, what is this garbage? What is the point of this? Believe me, sometimes there's just a lot of white noise in between you and the clarity that you want in between you and your intuition and your higher guidance and your whatever the voice of wisdom within you <laughs> you may not be able to hear it right now but if you're like bored and experiencing a lot of like if you're in a plateau if you've hit a wall um, you're lacking inspiration you're feeling like you're lacking direction but you want to make a change I highly recommend that you check out the details for this immersion if you are a creative like me um, whether that be for your business or just maybe you've put down a hobby and you want to pick it back up but you just haven't made the space for it because it's really easy to put it down and back burner it let this be your opportunity so anyways back to the surrendering but it is all tied in together because the artist way and, and, and what I want to do inside it will be the book for 12 weeks we're gonna finish it and you will meditate hopefully often I, I mean i'd like you to do it every day it will be short and sweet it's not going to be these longer more complex meditations i'm going to keep them really short and simple it's just it will change each month so you'll have one practice for the month it, it'll be really easy so you can stick with it 
And when you are sticking with it, you just come to the group and that's where you're going to be accountable and you, you've got to participate in the Telegram group or you can't be in the emergence. So it's like, it's going to put the fire under your ass to do some things that you wouldn't do otherwise. And that's where accountability is so magical. You know, it helped me a lot too over the years, finding places to be accountable so that I would really finish things and commit to them. And thank goodness, you know. So when it comes to really wanting something, and then feeling like you're terrified to let go because you're afraid that if you let go, quote unquote, it's not going to happen. I want to share this Buddhist teaching with you. And it is that, because this is not necessarily like the normal law of attraction stuff that you're going to hear. And, and that's why I love it. Because <laughs> I feel like those limited me. I felt like I hit a wall with that stuff. It's, it's good. It's, it was helpful in some ways, but this, is, this has been even more helpful. There is the concept, I don't want to get into a whole talk about it because I don't want to take up too much time, but the, the foundation of this system is based on karma and emptiness. And we'll think of karma as the seeds that you're planting that you will eventually experience um, a result of later. So, for example, you plant an apple seed, you're going to get an apple tree. You're not going to get an orange tree, you're going to get an apple tree, right? So if you plant a seed of love right now, selflessly, like you can't be with all that conditions and expectations and all that. That's something else. That's transactional. This is not a transaction. It is an intentional, there's an openness to it. There's, a, there's an inner knowing that like in doing this unselfishly, but like doing because you want to plant it by the laws of karma, by the universal laws, you will be forced at some point in the future, whenever that is, to experience the result of it. You just will. That's just how it works. Karma expands, like attracts like right? And where there's a cause, there's a result, like the law of cause and effect. So if you don't like the effect you're getting, the result you're getting, you've got to change the seed. You can. And that's why this is so powerful. You plant a new type of seed instead of, so if you've, you've experienced a lot of cheating in your life, for example, in your, in your relationships, or a lot of lying, then you know that you have planted the seed of dishonesty, with your own behaviors. Maybe you've lied to, maybe it didn't look the same. Maybe you lied to yourself about things or withheld the truth from yourself. Maybe you weren't honest with a person you cared about in the moment because you felt like it was gonna hurt them and so you withheld the truth. But we have to remember, we can't experience by the universal law something that we didn't plant at some point. Now some people will disagree and they'll fight it and they'll be like, no, but like, I don't deserve to be poor or I don't deserve to be sick. And that's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying, because that's like a whole nother conversation and that's a little bit more advanced because this system requires radical responsibility. That's why it appealed to me because I did reach a point in my path where I was like, if I'm powerless, if I feel powerless, I can't help myself. I can't, things can't change when I'm being a victim and playing the victim. So I'm going to have to exit that mindset and take full responsibility and then things can change. But I had to get there in my own way in time. So you may or may not be at that point. If you're at that point, keep listening. But you don't, you know, I'm not forcing you to believe any of this stuff. I'm not trying to convert people. I'm just sharing what's worked for me. So if you plant a seed of honesty instead, then you will at some point be forced to experience people being really honest with you. Or you're planting more seeds of love and, and kindness. You will be forced to experience more kindness and love in your future. So if you're with a person or you've experienced lots of people cheating in your life or lying to you, you've got to clean up your seeds, my friends. <laughs> we got to clean it up. We've got to plant a new seed. You've got to stop planting it. It might still have repercussions later, right? It could still unfold, 
later, but at the very least, in this very present moment, you can start to plant a new seed of something different that you want. The second thing is that you've got to work with your mind. Your mind is habituated in a certain way because you've conditioned yourself to think certain thoughts and believe them. But the other concept beyond karma in this system is, is emptiness. And what does emptiness mean? It's like things don't have a self-existent nature. Like things, nature of things is not fixed. And what do I mean by that? The example they like to use a lot in class is like chocolate ice cream or your ex. Let's use your ex first. If your ex was fixed in nature, then every single person on the planet would have the same experience of them. But they don't, right? Or even when you met your ex and you were in love with them and you had a honeymoon phase and then slowly they started, you know, they did something different and then your perception of them totally shifted. Or let's use cheating. It's very common. I, I work with a lot of people on cheating because it's really a lot more common than you think. Or dishonesty and lying, right? So your ex is not fixed in nature. Everyone's not having the same experience of them. When you met them, you loved them. Then they changed their behavior, then you hated them, for example. I'm not saying you do, but maybe. Or chocolate ice cream. Like, maybe you love chocolate ice cream, but the person next to you is allergic to it. And so they're not having the same experience of it. So then you know that the, 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 the joy or the love or the enjoyment is not coming from the ice cream. It's not coming from your ex. It's coming from you. That's a very, very rough, basic definition of emptiness, but like hopefully that kind of makes sense and it's okay if it doesn't because I'll be here talking about this for a long time, I'm sure. Um, and so when it comes to surrendering something that you really want, but you're afraid to let go, number one, you have to understand that any suffering that you're experiencing is coming from you, which means it can change, which means you don't have to suffer like that. In the letting go, it doesn't have to be this awful thing, but we... Are conditioned to believe that letting go is failure, that letting go is pain, that letting go, like that change is bad or scary. And it might feel that way at first. But if you believe that there is a plan for you, right, that you're not in full control in the sense of like there is a higher plan also unfolding, which I believe, I do believe that that's true. Um, all I know is that the seeds I'm planting are what I'm going to experience. So if I want to have something manifest, and so you're, you know, you know you need to surrender your suffering, your attachment to something because it's causing you pain, but you're afraid to let go. Think about it. If you want a loving relationship, what seeds are you planting through your thoughts, your speech, your actions? What are you planting? Number one, ask yourself those questions. Because if you are wishing ill will, for example, towards... Ah, this is very common too. Let's use a very specific example. Like you want to be with someone, but they're with somebody else or vice versa. They want to be with you, but you're already in a relationship. And the person that wants, like you want to be with someone and they're taken and you're sending ill will to them. Like, I hope they break up. I can't wait for them to break up. Their partner's evil. Fuck their person. But they're, that's my person. They belong with me. Mine, mine, mine. And until they're with me, fuck those people. Blah, blah, blah. And you have this whole energy projecting out from you, you guys, don't be paranoid, but understand that if you're sending that energy and that ill will towards people, you're going to experience ill will. You'll be in the relationship later and there'll be another third party outside of your connection and that person will be wishing that you break up with the person. Oh, well, that's my person, they'll say. Oh, I wish they would break up. Well, fuck that. And you'll be in your blissful moment and someone else will be wishing it on you. 
Like this is just the laws of nature. It's not about being, not about paranoia. It's not about, oh my God, I have to be so terrified of every single thing that I'm doing. It's like be mindful. If you don't want to be cheated on, then start planting seeds of honesty, even when it's hard. Start planting seeds of transparency in your relationships and better communication instead of withholding. Start planting new seeds. So this is, in Buddhism, you can't get something unless you give it. That's what they teach us, and I've, I've experienced it time and time again. The more that I plant that seed and give it to somebody, if I want a relationship, I need to go support others to be in loving relationships and also celebrate the relationships that I see and admire and be happy for them, even though I don't, I, if you don't have it yet, it's like you need to start to celebrate it when other people have it. Or if you want more money, then you need to be generous right now. And that might be with your money, it might also be with your time, with your presence, with your love, with your compassion. You've got to give it if you want to receive it. And then you plant a new seed in your mind, and then that seed is planted, and then it will bloom. You water it through continuing to, to plant the same seed and water it with your actions, with your thoughts. Again, this is why we meditate, you guys. Because you've got to train your mind to work differently. And again, there's science behind this. I'm not just pulling this out of my ass. Like there is, there are scientists backing this saying, your brain will change. You've got to do the work, but it will change and then your reality will change. Meaning you can change the world by the way you're seeing it. And so if you're afraid to let go, number, it's really important to understand that although change might be scary, it's inevitable. The only constant in life is change. It is the biggest illusion to think that things aren't going to change, you guys. They're changing every day. <laughs> we can resist it or not. Again, pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. So the more you grasp and cling, the more you suffer. That's coming from you. That doesn't have to be your reality, right? And also, I will mention the book Existential Kink because I love it by Carolyn Elliott. She just changed her last name, I think, to Love Well, but you'll find it under Carolyn Elliott. And this book is basically saying, like, you got to pull what's in the shadow into the light and understand that you're getting a payoff from the places where you're experiencing chronic painful patterns. There's payoff. You're in a relationship and it's not happy, it's not healthy. Uh, I can't even tell you the amount of people that have come to me this year and told me that they're in completely sexless relationships and I'm talking decade or more, like eight years, nine years, and they're not leaving the relationship. And they're like, but I have no intimacy, but we don't touch each other. And some of these people are cheating, some of them aren't. The point is, they're not leaving the relationship, and it's like, <laughs> you really have to add, or, or people are constantly broke, and they never have any money, and they're like, I'm so powerless, like, this is happening to me, but they don't understand that at some level, they continue to create that pattern, because there is a payoff. Maybe it helps you avoid responsibility. Maybe you're in that sexist relationship because it's comfortable in the sense that you know it, but what's scarier is to actually be in a relationship where you are deeply intimate and in love and then maybe you're going to get hurt later. So it's easier to stay with the partner that doesn't touch you or something, you know, uh, than to deal with the reality outside of that identity, which is unknown to you. And people can get really addicted to their pain and identify with it so heavily they forget there's a whole, there's other realities that are possible, but you're going to have to deal with the, you know, the consequences of your choices when you let go of something. But then you have to really ask yourself, do I really want the thing I say I want? If I say I want deep intimacy, but I refuse to leave the relationship that I'm in, where me and my partner are literally disconnected and we're cohabitating and we're making excuses about it. Oh, I'm here for my kids. Oh, I'm here for la la la. I don't know, you guys. Ask yourself some deeper questions, you know, because, so Existential Kink is a great book because that is, 
playful shadow work that really is saying you're getting off on this pattern whether you realize it or not you are or it wouldn't continue it wouldn't keep happening and yes it requires radical responsibility but you guys you'll either get to that point and continue to evolve or you'll stay stuck so i'm here for people who are want to keep going and not just keep going and, and drag their burdens with them and suffer no you guys i'm tired I'm, I'm doing artistic alchemy because i need a lighter phase of my life i'm willing to play with my issues at this point everything is not so heavy anymore i don't want to wallow in that in that energy i'm over it so if you're over it and you're like i'm ready for something new I want a more playful, more creative way to get to the roots of my issues and to, to resolve things, to change things. Um, I'm here for you. So I will wrap it up here. The enrollment for uh, Artistic Alchemy is starting in a week. It will be early enrollment. There'll be, it's, it's a discount. Everything's on the sales page. All the details, pricing, frequently asked questions, everything is there. So early enrollment with a bonus will start in a week on the 7th of September, Thursday, for two days only. And then there'll be general enrollment for about a week and then and there is an option to add in one-to-one -one. it's all there on the sales page so check it out the link is in the um, description of the podcast or in the YouTube notes and I would love to have you like I said it will be spaces limited so we can keep it intimate and have time for like Q&A and to kind of workshop with things um, yeah and it'll be three months 12 weeks so I would love to have you in there I'm really excited for this new phase. Like I said, you'll have a daily meditation practice. We'll keep it easy and simple and accountability in a telegram group. We'll have calls bi-weekly on Zoom for Q&A. And, and it's okay if you can't make the live calls because we'll have the telegram group as an active required part of the immersion. You have to participate in that to be in the immersion. So if you're not interested in accountability, you can't join. <laughs> um, what else? That's really it. So that's all I've got going on right now other than if you want to apply for one-to-one -one mentorship, you can always do that. Um, the link is also in the description box. I would only take a small number of clients a year, so that's like a limited thing, but it's for three-month minimum mentorship one-to-one. -one. Otherwise, that's it, you guys. Sending you so much love. I will see you on the next one. Yeah, if you have questions, shoot me a message, shoot me an email, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Love you guys. See you soon.